0: One in seven Americans suffers from a terrible affliction And while others find it funny To those who have it, it's no laughing matter It's called frequent burping syndrome
1: It's terrible I'll I'll be on a date or a business meeting And... and... Excuse me See? See what happens?
0: Frequent burping syndrome It can ruin your life But it doesn't have to Now there's a clinic that can help. Trained specialists, sensitive to the needs of compulsive belchers. A special place known as Burp Enders. Gosh, uh, Burp Enders saved my life. Uh, Joanne and I were in love, I, I really wanted to ask her to marry me, but I just knew that when the moment of truth came, I'd let out with a big ripper. You know. Burp Enders. No shame, no guilt. No more tummy rumbling, smelly belches. No more stopping in mid-sentence to uncork a big cheesy blaster. Just caring professionals and the help you need. Don't wait. Here's the number to call: five two eight seven seven. That's five five five. Burp, Burp Enders. Call today and stop being so gross. Yours truly. Brit Summers at dot com the sweet sound of success The tune
2: voted best The number one tune this week
3: You used God to enslave my foreparents. You used God to segregate me in school. You used God to put me in the back of the bus. Have you no shame? God created every person in this room Are you saying that God made a mistake? This is not about God, it's about men who choose to discriminate against other people because they have the power to do so. My record will not show that I voted against Mr. Cicilline having his rights. My record will show that when I had the opportunity to deliver liberty time for all, I voted for rights for all. Congressman
4: Al Green from Houston. I really didn't edit it that much. I just uh, put what he said on top of that music bed. It came out like that. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is Britt Summers with you broadcasting live from a hot and muggy swamp That smells even worse now that we have Orange Bilge living down the street. You know, I'm so happy that I got that show out last week on time. (laughs) Finally, I had a timely show. I I had to rush that out, pardon the pun, uh, because uh, the week since, the fascist write-up, they've been falling all over themselves in praise of that drug-addled fatso and <laughs> he invented radio he 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 was the first one ever on radio he
5: invented the radio he, if it wasn't for him there'd be no radio
4: <laughs> if you want the real story dial back to last week's show i i go over what what a real louse he was and i don't mean on the air i mean how he was with his coworkers how he kept getting fired and uh it wasn't until the GOP embraced him and when they say he made radio what it is today, they're kind of right because it's just a disaster. It's nothing but propaganda and hatred. It's just palpitating hate. That's what they. That's what he made radio today, and not just because of him. It is because the owners of these broadcasting companies that bought every radio station in the country. Uh, They liked it. You like it? They liked it. And the owners and management of those stations, when the uh, January 6th insurrection took place, they were, you heard about Trump doing a Kozatsky and uh, jumping up and down. It was the greatest thing in the world. They were too. Because that's what they wanted all these years, and they got it. An insurrection against our U.S. Capitol. And this... This chode splat of afterbirth we have for a governor. And fla duh, wants to, wanted the flags flown at half-mast for a dead radio personality. Okay, uh, nobody flew flags half-staff for Neil Rogers when he died. Neil God. Yeah. Nobody flew flags half-staff when George Rodriguez died. There's Donald Trump and his whore. Oh, and how can we forget? The great Suds Coleman.
6: <laughs> oh, God.
4: <laughs> Uh-oh, Kleenex. That man deserves a flag flown at half-staff. Nobody flew flags half-staff when Dan Ingram died. Dan Ingram! Make the flag half-mast for him, why not? we we'll a flag at half-mast for Alan Courtney. Rick Shaw! Rick Shaw! Fly it for a half-mast for Rick Shaw. No one did it for him. How about Lee Fowler? Gee! Speaking of Lee, how about Lee Sherwood? Lee Sherwood! Fly it half-mast for Roby Young. <laughs> oh, God. Roby Young! Oh, there's a story. <laughs> Fly it half-mast for... Dan Chandler! Or Jim Dunlap. Jim Dunlap. There were a lot of great radio personalities That they, they all died I, I was Speaking of that, I mean, he wasn't great But Larry King, he, he was on radio Up until CNN uh, 30 years he was on the radio Uh huh. Nobody flew flags at half-staff when he died But this chode-splat governor we have He wants, a, because of Fat Rush He wants the flags floating half-mast And... <laughs> The only good news there is that a lot of these mayors and commissioners and uh, of all the municipalities within this state, a lot of them said to the governor, Coxa hoist. What they said to him was, Hung my balls. Fly this at half staff, is what they said for Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> what a moron this guy is. If they were going to fly to flags half mast for every dead radio personality, you'll never see a flag Coxa hoisted. Uh, full mast. It, it would be half mast forever because uh, there's so many dead radio personalities. How about Jack Carney? <laughs> Larry Glick. How about uh, Arnie Woo Woo for who Ginsburg who passed away like uh, two years ago. Well, a lot of them passed away. Uh, fly of Flag half staff for Herb Oscar Anderson. Hello again
5: Here's my best to you are your skies all gray, I hope they're blue, here's my hand, I'll say once more, hello, hello
3: again.
4: And as Mike Ranieri once said, I'm getting a little tired of that crap, I can tell you right now. There you go, you moron DeSantis, you fool, you idiot. God damn it. What an unbelievably stupid moron we have for a governor.
6: This guy is fucking stupid.
4: But again, that makes him perfect for this state. Hello
5: again. Hello, Jimmy. Here's my best to you. Hello. Are your skies all gray? Yeah. I hope they're blue. Here's my hand. I'll say once more,
4: hello, hello again. So am I going to get a vaccine? (laughs) You got to be over 65, and this place is so screwed up, uh, there's no telling. I mean, I'm looking. Maybe I should pose as a 80-year-old altacaca, an old Q-tip head, drive up to the villages and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get the vaccine. And by the way, the vaccine I want is the Pfizer one because uh, from what I've been reading and hearing is that uh, you don't get sick from the Pfizer one. The Moderna one, you get sick for a day and it goes away. But if the Pfizer one uh, doesn't get you sick, then that's the one for me. Uh, the Johnson & Johnson one... Uh, Although it was approved, I'm concerned because it, it, it said it was approved at, at 60% effectiveness. Eh, I'll go for the Pfizer, thank you. If I could find it, I'm in Florida. You know, I think i went out to to fly to New York as more and more people are inoculated and then I, I'll just fly up there and get it. It'd be nice to get the hell out of this swamp. Ah, we are so screwed. And you know something? We've got some candidates that, that are going to, Well, it doesn't matter who we run. The villages, it's a lock. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a lock by the villages, no matter who we put up there. They are in place to cancel our votes and and take it all down. They want nothing but the worst for everybody in this state. And that's what they're in place for, firmly. And uh, I hear it from my Democratic friends. They all say the same thing. Well, you know, it's a goodly amount of... Progressive voters in the villages area. Yeah. About how many? Oh, I tell you, as many as, oh, 500 or so. Well, you only have 140,000 more voters to go. <laughs> it's a loss here. Uh, Marco Rubio is going to be senator for life. Because in Miami, uh, the Cubans, they just vote for who's ever Cuban. If they see a Hispanic name there, I vote for him. I I mean, you could, it's like, just based on the name, Adolf Hitler could change his name to a Hispanic name and the Cubans will vote for him. Castro could change it to a different Hispanic name and the Cubans will vote for him. Only based on the fact that the surname is Hispanic. That's all they need. They don't look at the background. They don't care what he does. They don't care how corrupt. If he has a Hispanic name, that's who gets into office. And it's going to be Rubio for life. Because down here in Florida, they vote with comfortable shoes. Names they're familiar with. There could be nuclear bombs going off in the Everglades. And they'll always vote with comfortable shoes. Because they are comfortable with the names that they're familiar with. And that's why... Damn it, I, I was going to play the bit, but I, I was shocked Joe Carolio is still in office. That crook, they keep uh, reelecting him. I, I didn't know he was still around. Back in the uh, mid-80s, that guy was in trouble. And then he had problems with, with wife beating and all this. They, they don't care. You think you're going to run somebody against Rubio? Good luck to you, because the Cubans' minds are made up. They're going to vote for him, for life. That's what they do. You know, we had one senator here. Not uh, Cubans aside, we've had senators uh, all throughout Florida that have been in office until they died. Uh, but it's because of voting with comfortable shoes. A name, you know, a name you're familiar with. Sure, why not? Well, you know, he did this. You know, he's a corrupt son of a bitch. And, you know, I don't care. I have comfortable shoes. <laughs> now, the good news is that Congress passed uh, the LGBT Equality Act. Notice I left off the Q. I I told him it was a bad idea back then. I think it was uh, in the mid-aughts where they thought, oh, well, let's just put a whole bunch of letters of the alphabet at the end of that thing. That was problem number one. Problem number two was Q always has a negative meaning, a negative effect. People don't understand the point you're trying to get across. But then again, don't confuse any of the pseudo-intellectual sisters in my community about trying to broadening understanding with the straight community. And that is correct. I said straight, not cis, because straight people don't know what cis means. But they passed it? Okay, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, Biden will sign it, but we'll see how far it gets in the, in the Senate. We'll know by uh, next week, I guess. I don't know. Right now, they're uh, <laughs> mark this down. They're worshipping the golden Trump at CPAC. Yes, they built a golden statue of that fat fuck. And they are worshiping him. And I'm only wondering if it's anatomically correct so that they can get down on their knees, these Trumplicans, and suck his tiny mushroom cock. You hear that, Matt Gates? I mean, Lindsey Graham goes without saying. But if they're going to bash the gay community, about it goes against the uh, scriptures, and it goes against all of the God said. To keep God out of the goddamn government. God don't belong in the goddamn government, okay? None of your religious Bubba Micey belongs in the US government. At all, Greg Stooby. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly or not, and I don't care. It says Stooby. Could be Stube. Could be it rhymes with Rube, Greg Stooby. You Rube and Booby? Stooby Dooby Doo? Who looks like if you squint your eyes he looks like George C. Scott which uh, shows no respect to George C. Scott. There he is, uh, banging the Bible, telling everybody what God wants, because he's closer to God than everybody else, this uh, Greg Stooby-Dooby-Doo. Florida man. Florida man. Thankfully, Al Green came along and set the record straight, if you'll pardon a pun. <laughs> because, we hey, Greg, you know something? There are no gay Republicans. Just ask Larry Craig.
6: Let me be clear. I am not gay. I never have been gay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I could go through maybe a couple dozen more uh, Republicans, good, upstanding, God-fearing, apple pie and Chevrolet, uh, all American Republicans who stand up for God, and justice and everything that's right that were noodling uh, young boys, that were raping young girls, that were having sex in public places. And if you don't believe me, just ask the flamiest gay of all. No, not not uh, Lindsey Graham, but none other than Matt Gaetz, because he is the gayest Republican in office with his live-in Latin lover who he calls his son. Does it get any sicker than that? Yes, it does, because then you got that uh, Margie Green, who I I refuse to say her name properly because she is a chode splat yeast infection who doesn't belong anywhere near our U.S. government. there she is giving Marie Newman, the representative from Chicago, who has a transgender daughter, giving her a hard time like, like it's her fucking business. It's not your fucking business, you inbred Slut And she's banging everybody in her gym You stupid Mm -hmm. fucking cunt
5: Well, I've known my sister all my life That is why she's now my wife And I think my son may know it's true He's my nephew too my daddy is my Uncle Joe My mother is my dear Aunt Flo It is very plain to see My first cousin is me Hey Hey
4: Hey Hey They're worshiping Trump. They made him a a gold statue, so they can drop to their fucking knees and worship him. Worship a nothing, a fat, slob, con man, douchebag, asshole. And that's exactly what they aspire to be in their lives. They sold their souls. And you know what? Fuck you, Republican Party. You're dead. And anybody who is a Republican right now, you are a cult member. I I'd, I'd take umbrage to being called a cult member. Hey, you're a fucking cult member. Go give Mitchell Applewhite a call. Go go give Doe a call and see if he has any leftover poison Jello. And put on your Nikes and uh, look for a hell-bop comet to fly over your head to pick you up by a particle beam. Please do that and do us all a favor. A half a million people are dead and you don't care. It's a damn crap, folks. Oh, real. That's because you're not dead. It changes when you die. And that's right. The sexes are uh, male and female, and that's that. It, unless they're your cousins who you fuck. Marjorie Taylor Gang Green. You stupid fucking cunt. And same goes for that uh, bo bo
3: You stupid fucking cunt.
4: No, that's not going to get on the air. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy, it's hard to be homo when you're from a conservative state. I can't wait to have a gay meeting after preaching self-righteous hate. To blow me is to love me. Just grab my senator gland Oh boy, it's hard to be homo Still I'm doing strange guys in the can
6: I am not gay I am not gay I am not gay I am not gay gay. Hello? Not to impose, but I can't see your shoe. Uh, would you mind moving your shoe a little bit closer? Like my kind of man, so big and so strong? Mm Hmm? Not that I'm gay, although the liberal media might have you think differently. It's just, sometimes I can't think straight. I am not gay. I am not gay. I am not gay. I am not gay. Hey, sailor. Mind if I take a gander at your glander? Hmm? I'm really not gay, you know. Just every now and then I like to lick a meat pop. Hello? Hmm. I am not gay. No, not gay. I am not gay. No, not gay. No, I'm not gay. I am not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Gay,
5: gay. It's Britney Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable.
2: Once there was a senator
6: Who was caught indulging a habit A boogero not much different like A typical neocon faggot
2: pants off to Larry We all thank you For giving writers something funny to do You're looking for guy. New stories last a few days, but you refuse to go away. Republicans are primarily.
6: Gay, I never have been gay Gay, gay, gay I never have been gay
2: Hands up to Larry He wants to stay But his own party wants him To go away The religious right Wants him to say Bye, 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 bye Larry Craig will spread his legs for you He wants a man to screw,
4: and any guy will do. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show. So there I am, watching Brian Stelter one bright and sunny Sunday morning. And on the one hand, he talks about media. He's he's the overseer of uh, media, right-wing media, liberal media, whatever it is. Primarily television. Uh, Maybe he talked about radio. I missed it, but he's always talking about television. You know, Fox News said this and all that. Okay, fine. But he had somebody on there, and this is to my point about our Democratic leadership how they're clueless about media communications and strategy, how they have no idea and do not want to know. He had a congresswoman on there, Sarah Jacobs from San Diego. San Diego, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm certain that uh, she really struggled. Yeah, Sarah Jacobs, who went on Brian Stelter's uh, Reliable Sources show, and her (laughs) brilliant idea (laughs) about how to stop the eliminationist rhetoric that's all over the radio airwaves. Here's her idea. What we need is a truth commission. Uh, uh, Huh? They just don't get it, do they? No. We had a a truth commission. We had the FCC, the original Telecom Act. And we had the Fairness Doctrine. We had standards and practices, which wasn't a law. It was just a network rule. We had all those things. And it was fine. It was fine. Until the Lewis Powell memo, and then it went on to uh, Gingrich with the 96 Telecom Act, we need our own airwaves. And and once we get that, we're going to take over the rest of the airwaves, which is what they did. It was over a 30-year period of time, but it was a long-range plan, but they followed through. Democrats, they were holding their balls. They were scratching their ass and wondering what the... Nobody listens to radio. So what we need now is a truth commission. <clears throat> Let's see. Who has one of those? Russia. And, oh, 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 I, I know. China. They have truth commissions. Actually, it's called Ministry of Truth. Now, that comes in mighty handy. If the administration that's in office is the, is the party you like. And you like their policies, then it's great. But can you imagine what would happen if we had a truth commission when Trump was in office? The, and they still kind of do. It's not an officiated thing, but it's it's still the media infrastructure is owned by them. And that is their truth commission. So there you go, Congresswoman. You want a truth commission? First, you're going to have to do something about theirs. It's very simple. (laughs) Just give us our laws back. Give us the regulations back that we had in place. Everything was fine. We had our evening news, which was objective. And we had our objective news on the radio locally in our local markets. We had all that. There was no need for a truth commission. Just a further example of how little they know about communications, or, or about broadcast media. They just and then what what kills me is the leadership in our party. It, it, they just don't want to know. Let's come up with new ideas and how to how to circumvent the problem that we got. No, 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 no. We had all that. It, it, it's still there. Except the Telecom Act, you have to rewrite it and include cable news this time. Times have changed. Yeah, FCC needs to monitor cable news. Sorry. Oh, now, hold on. Now, wait just a gosh darn second there. FCC wouldn't have jurisdiction over cable TV, over the news. And by the way, Fox has a radio news network, which is currently under the jurisdiction of the FCC. They're going to have to change jurisdictions on that. But you can lighten up. You know, the big problem was you can lighten up on the words. Shit, fuck, motherfucker, piss, shit, uh, what, what, tits, whatever. That, that's what they were all upset about. Rating on a capital That's okay. That can go on the air. Just don't say tits. <gasps>
2: The first time you looked suspicious. Now there's more you can't ignore, it's getting vicious. What will you say to us to make it go away this time? This time, this time, this time. You can't pretend that these guys don't exist. And Larry, just how many of them did you kiss? Just come out to us and please resign tonight. tonight, 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 tonight. You can't be like so, whatever. whatever. When your closet's getting fuller. The total number is up to nine, nine guys, guys nine. now And that's what everyone's talking about Loud, Craig, crack, Admit you have some boyfriends
5: Has this ever happened to you? But Mr. Billingsley... I'm sorry, Ted. You're gonna have to suck it up and take it like a man. Hmm, I wonder what he meant by that. Or how about this? Can I buy you a drink?
3: Hey, beat it, pal. Ooh. what's wrong with her?
5: Gay people seem to have that sixth sense that helps them meet others with the same sexual preference. But what about the rest of us? Now, you can end potential embarrassment and personal bodily injury with Gaydar by Rimco, the Handy Pocket Homosexual Detector. Just aim the device at the party in question, press the button, and voila! A tone will alert you to their sexual preference. It's fun, it's enlightening, and a real hoot at parties. You can even try it out on your favorite celebrities. gay now you'll know for sure with gaydar by rimco hey cut that out gaydar by rimco only 1995 at all target and thrifty stores you're listening to the brit summons show
6: i am not gay i never have been gay let's make one thing perfectly clear first you move your footsie from the heel to the toe Make the tapping sound as you move it to and fro. Point it towards the stall of someone you don't know, and then you tap around and tap around like Morse code. Run your fingers all along the bottom of the stall to signal that you're ready for some toilet chin ball. When he signals back, he wants to tickle your sack. Why, that's what's called the baggity tap. Look all around to find a glory hole. If none can be found, squirm down by the pole Push your head through to the other side And ask if you and he want to see I to fly You're in a public place, so make it fast At least until you both have a blast Then you genuflect and pull up your pants That's what's called the faggoty tap, Unless the other guy Shows you his badge. No!
4: Hey, you've been listening to the first portion of The Brit Summer Show. Stay tuned for the rest. And if you do, if you are listening on the TheBritSummerShow.com or SoundCloud or any of the other fine networks the show is on, I'm going to come back with the, the Britney Spears thing. Yeah, after, what was that, tw- almost 20 years ago, she was the hottest thing and she had a very rough time. Uh, okay. She says everybody was mean to Everybody was mean to her and like that famous YouTube video.
1: Leave Brittany alone.
4: Hey, one thing, and if George Rodriguez were alive today, he'd agree with me. She signed on to it. Oh, yeah. No one put a gun to her head. And if you don't know how to handle that type of success, get a job doing something else. But yeah, people were making fun of her. But when it came to my material back then, this is back when I had a career, I was making fun of her PR company and Disney. Because to this day, it doesn't matter if they're going to cultivate a young starlet to to be a pop star. It's not like here's her music or what she does. You will like her. This is how they handle it. You will like her. You will think she is the sexiest thing that ever came from heaven. And you will buy her music, and you will accept everything we give you. That's a Disney type of packaging thing. And that's what I went after at first, at first. But then, the pictures of her walking through the streets of Manhattan with no shoes on. Not to mention, she didn't quite know how to exit a limousine while not wearing panties. (laughs) And she gave a beaver shot that elderly Fox News viewers would love. That's when I really got to work.
0: Did you ever want to chew the gum off Brittany's dirty feet? Well, to do it, you gnaw and chew it very fast. So you can taste the pungent flavor of Brittany's feet and get the stinky stank of toenail to last. How many times have you fantasized about Britney Spears?
4: Well, now your dreams can come true with Britney Spearman Feet Gum. Little wads of gum that stuck the Britney's bare feet as she walked through the streets of New York City to see the big concrete buildings. The gum wads were peeled off her feet soon as she found it difficult to walk, and carefully packaged
0: to help make your breath fresh as a subway toilet. Get the gooey, chewy flavor of Britney's stinky feet with Britney's Spearman Feet Gum.
4: And I remember back that around oh, 2004 or five. Uh, George and I have one of our lunch conversations. Uh, well, the question was, "You think she'll hold up?" <laughs> and of course, the answer was, "No, no." And I don't like talking about pop <laughs> icons on this show, but it recently was on the news, and I'm just starting to figure out what's going on. Like, really, Britney Spears? Isn't that like 15 years ago or 20 years ago? But okay. I happen to have some material right here, and you'll get to enjoy that when I come back. And by the way, if you're getting tired of hearing that PSA for Feeding South Florida, it's going to be running. I'm just uh, telling you in advance. It's going to be running until this quarantine and the pandemic is over. And if uh, Tony Fauci is right, it should be around June. So let's all keep our legs crossed. Everybody listening on the ground, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you again here next week. On 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. And everybody else, stay tuned for more. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Hi, this is Britt Summers, here to tell you about Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization. The largest and most efficient food bank serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe counties. Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals, including children and older adults over the past year. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. Feeding South Florida has partnered with Amazon.com to deliver meal boxes to homebound older adults in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade counties. If you're able to, please donate today at feedingsouthflorida.org and thank you for your Support. That's feeding South
5: This portion of the show brought to you by Britney Spears the JJ. It's hanging out, y'all.
2: Uh oh!
5: It's Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show.
1: Had normal boobs, would you still run out and buy my CD? Do you get long when I screech out a song, despite how much I sing? off key key? ki, um, I'ma get by with implants in my breasts. Um, I get guys with implants in my breasts. Um, I don't have to try with implants in my breasts.
2: Did you audition for anybody? they
1: pleased with your body? Yeah, not to mention where I put my mouth.
6: Can you succeed by just
2: spreading your
1: legs? Yes, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a guy. How long will you be, sweet and just 17? Well, at least until I'm out of rehab at 35. I get by with implants in my breast. I get guys with implants in the, in my breast. Mm, I don't have to try with implants in my breast.
2: Have you
1: pleased
2: your backstage mommy?
1: She, she lives through me vicarious, vi, vicariously. By your need for the money. Well, in this business, that's the most important thing. I might get by with imprint, implants. Implants in my Britney breasts.
4: Britney Breast. 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 Yeah, leave poor Britney alone, damn it. <laughs> no, I mean Britney Spears, too. But you are listening to the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and of course, SoFlowChannel.com. But your primary resource for all my information is thebritsummershow.com, And the donate button has been clicked on several times, much to my delight, as I crawl across the floor to do this show each and every week. Anyway, thanks to everyone for your support. And like I always say, if you you don't have any extra money laying around, I'm not whoring myself out like everybody else. just... Share the linky-dink, and I'm very happy with that. I mean, it's a very embarrassing thing to for former broadcasters to be put through, uh, to have a podcast, and, and you have to literally whore yourself out and maybe put an ad in a international exchange, <laughs> and maybe some billionaire will want to marry you. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That's how low the bar has gotten for broadcasting these days. But out of everybody who has shown their support for this program, an underwriter, official underwriter, mind you, of this program, is Ernie.
1: We love you.
4: At your request. Thank you, Ernie, for everyone listening. This is not about Biden. It's from the Bush years and kind of slopped over.
5: Don't like... All the heartburn
4: Dum-dum-dum
5: Every time I see dum dum dum, dum. That retarded dim witch Dum-dum-dum On my TV He's President shit Republicans muscled in An inarticulate idiot I don't know why they were but now he's here We're screwed the next four years With President Dumpshit President Dumpshit Oh, what I'd give to Count votes once more And get Than me. he's President Dumbshit. You don't care what it took. You got him in by hook or Crook. The Christian pride right knows what's best for you and I, but have no fear. We've got a great leader here with President Dumbshit. And
4: President just goes to show you the old Dumpshit. adage about comedy bits. If you're gonna make them topical. They always close on Thursday. You're listening to the Brett Summer Show. You know, there was a, uh, a meme on, I think it was Facebook or something, and, and it was true. And I'm paraphrasing because I didn't write it down. But it was something like, whenever the Republicans are in power, the Democrats never get what they want. When the Democrats are in power, the Republicans always get what they want. It just... <laughs> and the way they're going right now... The Trumplican party, the the, the QOP, they're going to they're gonna win the houses back. They may even get the presidency back. Why? Because they got the media by the gonads, nice and tight. And the Democrats don't care. And I've been over this a million times. And maybe later in the show, I'll read to you the letter I wrote to our representatives. And that's, of course, if we have time to get to that, if not next week. It's not long. Oh, the draft was the draft was like five pages long, but I whittled it down to be very simple to understand. And I'm hearing a lot of, including Randy Rhodes, a lot of pushback about the uh, fairness doctrine. There's there's things and and Tom Hartman, and and yeah, she's right when she says it, it's like the State of the Union address when they give five minutes to the opposing party to answer back. That is the fairness doctrine at least what it was intended to be, but it was supposed to cover the entire media industry, but it doesn't anymore. It can be. They can reinforce it. It's still there. They just don't. But Tom and Randy are always saying, well, fairness doctrine only went as far as if a news program or a politician had an opinion this way, uh, it was incumbent on whoever the broadcaster was to have an opinion the other way. And the only thing we have left Representing that is, of course, the State of the Union responses. But down here, we had a radio station that was following all the guidelines of and and the local listeners. The the Neelys out there are going to laugh when I say this, but it's true. And Neil was on this station, WNWS 790. Used to be WFUN, but WNWS followed the fairness doctrine guidelines. It was. Two hours left talk, two hours right talk, two hours this talk, to and, and it was all over the road, which is what it should be. Everybody gets a chance at the microphone, especially back then when you had a license to do so. But yeah, there were a lot of stations and a lot of markets that followed through on the Fairness Doctrine. And uh, one point in particular at WNWS, when Neil was on that station, I believe he was on 9 to Midnight, and he tossed it over to the very right wing, Jerry Wichner. And this is the mid-80s when this was going on. This was like uh, 83, 84. And you heard both sides. You heard all sides. And when he tossed it over to Jerry Wichner, the two would do a crossover talk. And Neil was really good at this. He (laughs) he didn't do it later on. But it was a a civil discourse, let's say. And it was fun to listen to. You're in a hard left and a hard right. And it kind of like chuckled it all off, like, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all a show. But then they all went to WYNZ, and then Tom, Tom Willie like us uh, went on there, and everything got screwed up. But yeah, they, we, we had that in this market, is my point. And, and it was called the Fairness Doctrine, and nobody minded. Nobody cared. And let me ask you this, Trumplicans out there. I have a question for all the Lickspittle Trumplicans out there. When the Fairness Doctrine was in force... Prior to, 19, uh, prior to 1987, and then before the 96 Telecom Act, which Newt uh, Gingrich wrote. Before all of that, how many Republican presidents did we have? Hmm? How many? How many Republicans, because we had a fairness doctrine in force, how many Republicans failed to get elected to their office? Hmm? Oh, well, uh, 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 uh. All these regulations in place in broadcasting. And you tell me, who got elected presidents back then? Nixon, still before the 96 Telecom Act, still with the Fairness Doctrine. Reagan, Bush won. And then Clinton came along and it was all off the table because nobody cared after that. But you still got your Republican candidates. They didn't have to sit nervously and wonder, how are we going to steal this election because we can't win it? Which is, all they can't. They can't win it on their own credibility. They have to steal. They have to cheat. They have to stand on their head. They have to raid our Capitol building. That's what they have to do. And and then all of this uh, false equivalencies, <laughs> naturally, they're going to have talking points. But the talking points are so insane and stupid. Well, uh, BLM, well, they burned down an auto parts store. No, no. You guys did. And it's been proven. And that the, the, the auto parts store, no way can you equate that to the United States Capitol. So but this is what they're doing. And then uh, the defense that uh, had no defense, but didn't care because they knew he was going to be acquitted anyway. So the reason why the defense attorneys was talking nonsense and Bubba Micey and, and, and running that video about, it, well, she said fight and he said fight. They said fight too. Because all they really had to do was run out the clock. And that's what that, that's what they were doing just running out the clock. They knew what the outcome was going to be. And the Democrats be like, well, I'm very disappointed. Arrest that criminal. He's a private citizen now. Arrest him on something. Capone his ass. Now, I know New York and Georgia are working on it. And New York in particular, the problem is they've been working on it since Preet Bahara was AG. How long is it going to take? Here's something to consider. And I know the comparisons between Trump and Jim Jones, they're, they're boring now. They've been done a million times. But you cannot deny the similarities between those two. And one of the similarities is, well, the difference is one used religion and the other used politics. But one of the similarities is I don't believe that either of them thought People would be so needy that they would lay their lives down for them. I don't think they expected that. But once they found out how gullible these rubes are, once they found out, they liked it.
2: you like it?
4: Yes, they did. They liked it. And they used it. He still is. But the reason I bring up the Jim Jones thing is because that, that was 1978. Here's where he went wrong. Had he waited 20 years, and he wasn't that old. He could have waited 20 years. By 1998, the Fairness Doctrine would have been gone. The 96 Telecom Act would have been signed into law. Fox News was on the air and ready to go. The entire media forum would have been all his, had he waited 20 years. And yeah, with the force of the media behind him and everything, just like you know who, he probably would have got elected president. Because he was the kind of douchebag that these poor, mindless wrecks of what used to be a uh, human or could have been at one time, but decided that they were just at a loss for having a mind of their own, uh, they would lay down their lives for him. There are people right now that will lay their lives down for uh, the orange douchebag, which is insanity, but that's pretty much what the Republican Party has become. Just insanity. Living in an alternate universe. And they're going to get more powerful by the day. And here's why. Because the Democratic Party does not take media communications seriously whatsoever. They don't. I thought I was making some headway with my my speeches and whatever it was I was doing in seminars. And uh, and and people showed a great deal of interest in it, but they have no control. The ones that matter, the ones that count, they don't want to know from it. And that is the Democratic leadership in this country. And yeah, I'm talking about the progressive branch of the Democratic Party. They don't know. They don't want to know. It's just radio. Nobody listens to that anymore. Except for every one of those punks that went into the Capitol that day on January 6th. They listen. Yes, yes, they listen. Like it's a religion. But the most glaring difference between uh, Trump and Jim Jones is that Jim Jones did eventually blow his brains out. (laughs) In that sense, he did everybody a favor. In fact, Representative Jackie Speier, who was shot in Guyana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was down there and went through this on January 6th. She couldn't believe it happened twice in her lifetime and this time in her own country. And what does the right-wing media do? They put her down. She wasn't hurt. Nothing happened to her. I think she was shot like five times, and she's still alive. Thankfully, it was just a bullet injury. She was very, very fortunate. The senator she worked for, Leo Ryan, he he wasn't so lucky. But according to these uh, mental cases, none of that ever happened. See, whatever they don't like, they erase it. And they call us the cancel culture. They just erase. Nothing ever happened. No, nothing happened. The the, the the Kennedy... What is this? This Q-asshole uh, uh, anonymous. Uh, the, the, the queer anonymous, or whatever they call it. Nothing ever happened. Ever. No. The Kennedy assassination. It never happened. That never happened. The problem with conspiracies is, if you don't like what happened, make it go away. Make it disappear. Vietnam. That never happened. Oh, that's a deep state conspiracy. That never happened. The moon landings, which I love that one because I love to ask the moon landing deniers, which one? All of them. All of them. How many were there? Jim Jones, Guyana. That never happened. False flag. False flag. Never happened. Nine eleven, Never happened. Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened anywhere. Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland. They never happened. Nothing ever happened anywhere. It's just a regular day, day by day. Nothing's going on. It never happened. Never happened. The insurrection. Now they're saying it didn't happen. Nobody was armed. And here's the thing. If they did go in there with guns blazing, you know what they would say then? They weren't armed. It didn't happen. False flag, false flag. Nothing ever happened. But you know, according to these retards, you know what did happen? Jade Helm. Oh, ho ho, ho. you remember that? Jade Helm. Hey, how'd that go? Well, it didn't. How about the Bowling Green disaster? Remember that one? Of course you don't, because that really never happened. Except, uh, I think... They were referring to the uh, sinkhole that swallowed up all the Corvettes. There was a Corvette museum in Bowling Green, and that might have been the great Bowling Green disaster they were referring to, if if that's anything close. Nobody was hurt except for some really beautiful Corvettes. That is a disaster. Did did Obama take your guns? You still have your guns? Because according to the talking points you had all through his administration, he was supposed to take your guns. That and Jade Helm. FEMA's going to come to town with coffins, and they're going to uh, put you in the coffins, and they got uh, trailer homes with gas in them. <laughs> I remember that. Now, did that happen? Maybe in their minds it did. But here in the real world, none of that shit happened. None of that happened. Just like the moon landing, the 9-11 in Columbine, Sandy Hook and Parkland. <laughs> False
5: flag, false flag. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't like what that sounds like, and it goes against
4: what I want to hear. So, never happened. No, according to these inbred mongoloids, nothing ever fucking happened anywhere, nowhere. Nothing ever happened at all. Never happened. And they have an entire right-wing talk infrastructure right there. Some cities have as many as four hate talkers on the air 24-7. Saying that, none of this happened. The insurrection, what are the Democrats talking about? That never happened. Never happened. So if you're bored by me talking about how we need to take at least part of the airwaves back, now you know, hopefully you'll understand what I'm talking about because... Listen, I I don't care about me. I'm talking about as an information consumer. I mean, I I listen to Hartman. I listen to Randy. There's voices out there. uh, And and Nicole, who's not on here, should be. There's voices out there that can help, that that can contribute to the conversation with verifiable facts. I I don't even want to do that. I like my little cuddly uh, time slot here. I'm fine. (laughs) But I'm talking about... The real brains out there, the real talent out there, you're not even hearing that. But look at those gay
5: republicans, those righteous theologians, who sit upon the right finger of Christ. I mean them gay republicans, sleazy, smiling, smuggling, snuggling in between each other's thighs. Righteous and moral, so they say they are, they like to go oral. And smoke a pink cigar. These guys are down upon their knees, crawling around so they can see. And glance from under the toilet stall to ask if they could have a ball. Oh, uh, what would Jesus do? Those gay Republicans who know what's best for you and tell you what to do. Look at those gay republicans and you morons look up to them Intimidated by their tailored suits They're just some gay republicans, self-hating gays who desire men Just do as they say, not as they do The hypocritical fakers, blaming homos, religionist haters And they're married, you know for them life's just a sausage fest, they need some protein to ingest. So they drop their pants and take a chance, to take a glance at another man's plan. Or maybe tap a shoe. Those gay republicans who know what's best for you, and tell you what to do.
6: I am not gay. I am gay. Gay, gay, gay.
5: Open your eyes and look around at what these guys have in their mouth. Gay Republicans who know what's best for you and tell you what to do. How about those gay Republicans? Haven't you had enough of them? These godly men of the neo-fascist right. I mean those upstanding Christians. These corporately important men looking for a hole to place their pipe. Those screaming, flaming homos who control your life.
4: The radio program slash podcast you have been listening to is The Brit Summer Show. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. My uh, audience is growing by leaps and uh, leaps. I don't know why, but I guess uh, at my request, people must be sharing the linky-dink. And uh, thank you. I hate to think I'm just spinning my thing. Or Dancing With No Pants On, right, Ernie? <laughs> but all that being said, that's going to be a wrap for this week's show. And I'm certain I'll pull something out of my very shapely ass for something uh, entertaining and informative next week. As a matter of matter of fact, there's a couple of things I didn't get to this, this show, which I'm going to. Oh, good, good. I can burn more time that way. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you all again next week. And until then, this is Brit Summer saying... Tears
5: my hand, I'll say once more.